In today's show, Bitcoin stuck under $40,000, but Bitcoin price hits another all-time high versus the Russian ruble. That's right. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as Trader and Besta shares here, Bitcoin low time frame update, key trend line support, 37,777 retest, bullish divergence target at least 40,300. And he updates us here, bullish divergence playing out up 3% and crypto ed says bitcoin low time frame target can be defined better when that correction is finished but for now it's sticking with $40,000 and as on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire shares here commodities are trading like meme stocks wheat up 17% plus 75% year to date and as shared here by Marty Bent the world is watching trust get repriced in real time when the dust settles bitcoin will be the biggest benefactor because the masses will realize a distributed system that cannot be controlled by a single person government corporation or coalition is the only thing they can trust he makes a great point. And this just in breaking news, $4.8 billion hedge fund, Pantera Capital, says countries may soon begin transitioning to Bitcoin for foreign reserves. And as Max Kaiser shares here, the unfettered price rise of Bitcoin for 10 years has been telegraphing a pop in the global fiat money Ponzi scheme. Now that the bubble has popped, it's natural for Bitcoin to be consolidating at current levels before the next leg up, $220,000 still in play. Also in today's show, crypto funds register their largest weekly inflows since December. That's right. Institutions are bullish on the king crypto. The amount of Bitcoin held by public companies has gained significant market share from that held in spot ETFs. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing the three reasons why Bitcoin can rally back to $60,000 despite erasing last week's gains. Also in today's show, billionaire Shamath P says conventional wisdom on Bitcoin and crypto is wrong amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. As he shares here on Twitter, conventional wisdom is that the war in the Ukraine is the crypto boon we've all been waiting for and that the US dollar is on its last legs. But in reality, Bitcoin and the US dollar are both winning right now. And I also like to point out that the early Bitcoin adopter once owned 5% of the total Bitcoin supply. And back in 2013, he said Bitcoin will trade through $200 before the end of the year. And in 2017, he predicted a $1 million Bitcoin price within the next 20 years. And most recently, he predicted a $200,000 Bitcoin price within the next five years and says he's put hundreds of millions of dollars into Bitcoin and says cryptocurrencies are hard to kill. Also in today's show, we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin and Ether are currently pumping, but where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, my crypto fam? Holla at your boy. Now, Bitcoin recovered from one-week lows on March 8th after a lack of progress in the Russia-slash-Ukraine talks that sent the markets tumbling. Right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin bouncing at 37,100 on Bitstamp after Monday's Wall Street Open. An overnight progress maintained support with Bitcoin currently trading around $39,000 at the time of this recording. Now, crypto and stocks reacted badly to the lack of consensus that ended the third round of negotiations to end hostilities between Russia and Ukraine. As shared here on crypto Twitter by Michael Horowitz, negotiations with the Russian Federation, third round, beginning at 1600 hours, capital city time, delegation 
unchanged. Quoting the negotiator here, there are small positive subductions in improving the logistics of humanitarian corridors. Intensive consultations have continued on the basic political block of the regulations, along with a ceasefire and security guarantees. Now, the news was not enough to provide any form of hope. However, United States stocks trended down throughout the session, with the S&P 500 ending Monday with almost 3% losses. Meanwhile, commodities saw spikes, which were often unprecedented, such as nickel jumping past $100,000 per ton on the London Metal Exchange. And as on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire shares here, commodities are trading like meme stocks. Wheat is up 17% and 75% year-to-date, as you can see here in this chart like whoa. And at the same time, pain continued for Russia with only ruble exposed investors hedging in Bitcoin, seeing some form of relief on Monday evening. Bitcoin slash ruble hit a new all-time high of just over 5 million rubles on Binance. Now amid the mayhem and despite Bitcoin's lackluster price reaction as a safe haven, paradoxically correlated with the stocks, there were nonetheless votes of confidence from diehard supporters. As Marty Bent shares here, the world is watching trust get repriced in real time. When the dust settles, Bitcoin will be the biggest benefit factor because the masses will realize a distributed system that cannot be controlled by a single person, government, corporation, or coalition is the only thing they can trust. He makes a great point. Now let's discuss $40,000 becoming the next Bitcoin short-term target for the low time frame trades. Bitcoin looked fairly unappealing for many with upside potential decidedly limited, but for popular traders, Ambessa and CryptoEd, $40,000 remained an obvious target for a bullish divergence. As pointed out here, Bitcoin low time frame update, key trend line support, 37,777 retest, bullish divergence target at least 40,300. And he updates us here, bullish divergence playing out up to 3%. And CryptoEd chimes in. Bitcoin low time frame. Target can be defined better when the correction is finished. But for now, sticking with $40,000. So there you have it. And this just in breaking news. $4.8 billion hedge fund, Pantera Capital, says countries may soon begin transitioning to Bitcoin for foreign reserves. Let's freaking go. And as Max Kaiser shares here, the unfettered price rise of Bitcoin for 10 years has been telegraphing a pop in the global fiat money Ponzi scheme. Now that the bubble has popped, it is natural for Bitcoin to be consolidating at current levels before the next leg up. $220,000 still in play. Send it. And before I break down next story of the day, crypto funds register their largest weekly inflows since December. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin up about 0.3% for the day, maintaining at around that $39,000 price level. We have Ether up over over a half a percent, maintaining just under $2,600. We have Polkadot up a half a percent, trading just above $16.84, while Solana, Avalanche, Luna, and XRP all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Inflows into cryptocurrency investment funds rose sharply last week, offering cautious optimism that investors are broadening their exposure to digital assets despite geopolitical uncertainty and monetary tightening from central banks. Now, digital asset investment products registered a whopping $127 million worth of cumulative inflows for the week ending on March 6, according to CoinShares data. A CoinShares representative told Cointelegraph that this was the highest weekly inflow since December 12, 2021. The increase was also significantly higher than the $36 million of inflows registered the previous week. Like in previous weeks, Bitcoin products recorded the largest weekly inflows at $95 million. Bitcoin fund flows have increased for seven consecutive weeks with Ether funds seeing inflows totaling $25 million, which was the largest in 13 weeks. Inflows into multi-asset investment products also increased by 8. 
$6.6 million in year to date. Bitcoin funds have seen $166 million in cumulative inflows, which means institutions are bullish on the king crypto. Let's freaking go. And crypto markets have exhibited a higher correlation with public equity since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, which means that digital assets have been negatively impacted by legacy finances shift to more risk-off environment in recent months. That shift was largely prompted by the Fed's plans to begin normalizing monetary policy, as well as the recent events in the Ukraine have also negatively impacted demand for higher-risk investments, which include crypto. And right here, you're looking at Bitcoin trading below its 11-year trend, a region it has dwelled in for only 12.7% of its history. And according to crypto hedge fund Pantera Capital, the correlation between stocks and crypto is a short-lived thing. As CEO Dan Moorhead noted, since 2010, correlations between Bitcoin and the S&P 500 usually spike over a two-month period before decoupling. Moorhead also noted six downtrends of the S&P 500 over that period. So there you have it. And before I break down the three reasons why, Bitcoin price can rally back to $60,000 despite erasing last week's gains. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sitting just above $1.7 trillion with $89 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.4% with the Ether dominance at 17 0.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the week, you can only see just a handful in the green. Waves up 20.2%. Cello up 7.6%. And Chili's up 3%. And now checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 21 out of 100 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 23. Last week, a 51. And last month, a 37 in Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD. Buy that freaking dip. When investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Here are some technical and on-chain indicators which are flashing bullish on the lower time frames, suggesting a potential price rebound towards $60,000 in the months ahead. Let's start with the multi-year ascending trendline support. If history repeats, Bitcoin's recent decline to its multi-year ascending trendline support could set the stage for a potential rebound towards that $60,000 resistance level, as you can see right here in this chart. Now, notably, Bitcoin's trendline support constitutes a technical pattern called ascending triangle in conjugation with a horizontal resistance level above. This setup has been active since December 2020 with the lower level serving as an accumulation area and the upper level acting as a distribution area for traders. Now let's discuss the number of Bitcoin whales on the rise. Elsewhere, on-chain data provided by Coinmetrics indicates that rich investors have been purchasing Bitcoin near the same level. For instance, the number of Bitcoin addresses that hold at least 1,000 BTC spiked from 2,127 on February 27th to 2,266 on February 28th. Here you can see the Bitcoin addresses with balances greater than 1,000 BTC here in this chart. And in the same period, Bitcoin's price climbed from near 38,000 to almost 45,000. And as of March 6th, the number of Bitcoin addresses was down to only 2,263, even as Bitcoin dropped below $38,000, suggesting rich investors decided to hodl their Bitcoin tokens despite the interim downside sentiment. And Miles Creative, an independent market analyst, further noted that the area between 33 and 38,000 has been a high volume accumulation zone for the Bitcoin bulls, adding that it would be tough for the bears to pull through the said range, as he shares here on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin currently resting on the entire range point of control, high volume accumulation zone, a tough order for the bears to push through this best of luck to them. So there you have it. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin outflow trend still intact. 
data from crypto analytics service, Sansmit shows that the Bitcoin weekly outflow from the exchanges has been positive 81% of all time since October 2021, even as Bitcoin trades near its six-month low. As they share here on Twitter, Bitcoin continues to see coins moving off of the exchanges while prices are near a six-month bottom. Interestingly, 21 of the past 26 weeks saw Bitcoin moving more off the exchanges than onto the exchanges. Look for major outflow spikes as price rise indicators. Now, more Bitcoin outflow from the exchanges suggests that investors are looking to hold Bitcoin for the longer term. And conversely, increasing Bitcoin inflows to exchanges shows the intention to trade BTC for other digital assets or fiat currencies. So overall, the amount of Bitcoin on exchanges continues to decrease with less than 2.4 million BTC currently sitting on crypto exchanges, the lowest since September 2018, according to CryptoQuant. So incoming Bitcoin supply shock, let's freaking go. And before I break down our final story of the day, billionaire Shamath P says conventional wisdom on Bitcoin and crypto is wrong amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And I also share the early Bitcoin adopters, Bitcoin price predictions dating back from 2013 to 2017 when he said a million dollar Bitcoin price is in the cards, as well as more recently predicting a $200,000 Bitcoin price within the next five years. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, now live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, the daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. To subscribe, visit letter.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, a blog I update daily, which can be found at cryptonewsyes.com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to help support the YouTube channel. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify to Apple's iTunes to Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on Crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you're at, be sure to follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Any notion that Russia's invasion of Ukraine will boost the entire crypto market at the expense of the U.S. dollar? is likely off base, according to Shamath P. That's right, the billionaire venture investor is updating his thoughts on the king crypto and the digital asset economy on Twitter. He believes it is now best to view both Bitcoin and the US dollar in a narrow lens by tracking their relative strength alongside direct competitors, as he shares here on crypto Twitter. Conventional wisdom is that the war in the Ukraine is the crypto boon we've all been waiting for and that the US dollar is on its last legs. But in reality, Bitcoin and the US dollar are both winning right now. Here is a more nuanced take. And he continues, Bitcoin is separating itself as an institutional grade, safe haven versus every other crypto asset and the US denominated assets are well bid versus assets and other currencies. When Bitcoin falls, other cryptos fall more. When US assets fall, other non-US denominated assets slash currencies get smoked. Now check this out. Bitcoin's dominance of the overall crypto market cap has jumped from about 39% in mid-January to 43% at the time of this recording, according to the latest data from TradingView. And MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor says the world will increasingly recognize Bitcoin's unrivaled level of decentralization and its increasing adoption as an easily transferable and verifiable scarce digital asset. As he shares here on Twitter, if you don't fear inflation, regulation, war, famine, complexity, competition, corruption, coercion, confiscation, or chaos, 
then you don't need Bitcoin. He makes a great point. With Bitcoin trading in a range of about 34,500 to 45,000 in 2022, on-chain metrics are showing some of Bitcoin's strength behind the scenes. As you can see here from the latest data from Glassnode, highlighted by documenting Bitcoin, shows there are a record 40 million addresses hodling Bitcoin. Where my long-term Bitcoin hodlers at? Make some noise in the live chat. And in addition, Bitcoin's hash rate, which essentially highlights how much computing power is dedicated to the network, also hit a new all-time high in mid February and remains in a steady uptrend since hitting a low in July of last year. Now, as we all know, the Bitcoin price follows the hash rate. So let's freaking go. Now for a throwback tweet from Shamath P from September 1st, 2013. My prediction is that Bitcoin will trade through $200 before the end of this year. Also like to point out that back then he went hard on Bitcoin accumulation and at one time says he owned roughly 5% of the entire Bitcoin supply. Now let's fast forward to the end of 2017. He predicted Bitcoin is going to $1 million in the next 20 years, as he shared in this interview on CNBC Squawk Box, quoting him here, I think this is $100,000 a coin, probably in the next three to four years. And I think it is in the next 20 years, a million dollars a coin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Shamath P. Now, obviously, we haven't hit $100,000 yet, but hey, it could happen this year. I am very optimistic. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And also quoting him here, this is now a confidence game. There is no real utility in this. This is a fantastic fantastic fundamental hedge and a store of value against autocratic regimes and banking infrastructure that we know is corrosive and how the world needs to work properly. And you cannot have central banks infinitely printing currency, which is precisely what we're currently doing. I'd also like to point out here, he has said he has put hundreds of millions of dollars into Bitcoin and says cryptocurrencies are hard to kill. And he has been a Bitcoin enthusiast for about a decade now, making him a true Bitcoin OG. He began investing into Bitcoin in 2012, only a few years after its inception. And last year, he predicted that Bitcoin could hit $200,000 in five years. But he also said it's hard to predict where the Bitcoin price could go next. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Chris Valerio wrote, no kidding, Moochie, but when Bitcoin hits 500000 what will that really be worth? 100000 None of these experts take this into account. Anyone can predict. Want to hear? All of mine? Good point. As the US dollar continues hyperinflating against BTC, sure, shoot me your best Bitcoin price predictions, Chris. Would love to hear them. Our next featured comment comes from 911, who wrote, Bitcoin is a black hole. All money, all money, all money will flow into BTC. Amen, fam. Cheers to that. Hoddle. And our third and final featured comment comes from Frank of Center Square. Hyper-Bitcoinization, where Bitcoin surpasses all global currencies, including the US dollar, to become the world's reserve currency. Hyper-Bitcoinization, send it. Let's freaking go. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.